0: Namaste, motherfuckers. And welcome to Tantric Conversation, episode number 66, D.L. Hopkins, part 2. Yeah, so as part 2 implies, there's a part 1 to this. And if you didn't listen to part 1, then I wouldn't listen to this. I would go back and listen to part 1 because I just cut it right in the middle of a sentence at an hour and a half mark last time. Excuse me. And we're picking up right in the middle of it, where we uh, where we pick up once I get done yakking at you. My name is Curtis Payne, and this is Tantric Conversation, my podcast. And, uh, you know, we like to post podcasts on an extremely sporadic schedule every couple weeks. I try to, you know, I have this goal to do it once or at least once a week. I used to do it twice a week, but damn... I, I said, I think I said I was going to post part two in a week. It's been three weeks. Maybe two. I don't know. Whatever. You know, it's cool. Good things are worth waiting for, right? Yeah. So, how's everybody doing? I'm doing good. I, uh, I don't know what the hell has become of me. I mean, I'm happy. It's February. I usually hate February. I usually. It, there's just something about it. It's the fucking Sunday of months. It's usually. Ugh. but uh, shit's going pretty good for me. I feel pretty good. I've been work has been going good. I'm even though you know what work is for me now is sitting on a fucking conference call today talking to people about sales and qualified sales and unqualified sales and marketing and all that kind of shit which you know I actually enjoy, honestly, But I just never thought I would be somebody I mean, I used to get fucked up and rail against people who do what I do for a living And uh, I thought advertising was fucking Satan I don't work in advertising, I work in marketing, but still You know, the whole John Cusack uh, say anything thing I don't want to sell anything, I don't want to buy anything I don't want to sell anything, bought, sold, processed, blah 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 Whatever, but you know you You find your thing you're good at people keep telling me i'm good at sales i could sell snow to the eskimo and other cliches but oh there i am i'm doing that and i found myself in walmart today buying sweatpants that's when you know something and you've turned some corner in your life when you go into walmart and you buy a pair of 11 dollars sweatpants and you can't wait to put them on that elastic waistband fuzzy the next corner is when I start wearing them in public. <clears throat> so far, I haven't stooped to that. I just want something to lounge around the house when I'm chilling. You know, and I chill a lot. Trying to get out, i trying to get out and do more shit. You know, I just I joined the VCU gym just so that I would have a lot of activity going on around me when I go to the gym, and it's it's really kind of it's kind of a trip to to go there now because I've been going to that gym off and on since like the late 80s and it is quadrupled in size it seems like there's as many people working out at that gym that were going to vcu when i went there that's crazy it's just all these people in there and tons and tons of activities fucking climbing wall in there a fucking water park it's out of it's crazy but you know it it's better than going down and working out in this gym that where i stared a brick wall for a half hour It's a, you know i don't know That's about all I got for you guys Sales, sweatpants, talking about the gym This conversation with DL was really cool Um, I really, I got a chance to just talk to somebody about stuff that's been irking me And it ain't like he's the fucking poster boy or the spokesman for all of this shit But it reminds me that I get worked up about stuff that is meant to work me up In the media, on Facebook, all of this stuff I fall for it like a sucker when i actually sit down and have an intelligent conversation with another human being it's always way more nuanced, way more complex, way more interesting, way more enlightening than any of that this shit that you get into on post arguments on facebook everybody trying to one up everybody trying to get the last word in somebody troll and all that shit i mean it's great there's a lot of great information that is available on on the internet and there's a lot of good things that i can find out about because of facebook and one of them you know is humans of new york i mean i think that whole arc with that kid that kid who talked about his teacher inspiring him and next thing you know the two of them are sitting in obama's office that's pretty cool stuff that happens because of the internet but this shit where people wake up in the morning on the wrong side of the bed and they just start fucking griping Filling up the feed with negativity and then fighting each other It's like somebody's just spoiling for a fight every day on that, play, on that thing So I, I recommend, you know, somebody said this to me when I was starting this podcast Do the podcast, do the internet thing, but sit down with real people Every now and then and just have a nice long tantric conversation Let's get on into that stuff
1: Uh, the you know like naked, mm-hmm. and that's how you get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's and that's
0: the ego stripped away. That's the ego's wow. mask stripped away. Yeah. And then you're at the at the you know the real authentic self, which is really the thing that I think we all kind of have in common. And if I believe in I don't you know I I don't concretely believe in a thing, but yeah. I have this intuition and this and this sense about the the consistency of the thing that I find in people's true vulnerability and how much I hear it. And I hear you may look different for me. You may be older than me, younger than me a different sex, you know, I'm still hearing me coming out of your mouth. Right. You know, when you're honest and I and I'm honest. And so that says to me there is some
1: a human language.
0: Yeah. And there is some deep life language. You may wanna call it God, you may wanna call right. it whatever. Right. It's whispering to you all the time. But mm-hmm. you gotta turn down an ego to hear it. Wow, you, you did.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think because we have so many distractions it's kind of hard now maybe it was easier back in the day because we didn't do anything but whittle I guess I don't know but we got so many things we can distract ourselves with I don't necessarily I do uh, think people
0: had the leisure time yeah, to we, do we, the shit we're doing like it no. was a daily struggle to like get enough wood to heat the house And cats
1: were dying know. at 28 right. you know you he lived a full life old as shit woo <laughs> and you know it's funny that you say that I was thinking back when I was a kid
0: you it like I mean? me would be dead yeah right, oh like, oh, stereo
1: something it could be anything <laughs> oh and i mean rickety mm-hmm. just really you lived a rugged mm-hmm. life but i remember back because i'm I'm 47
2: now yeah. i was like good
1: lord 47 i remember being a kid my uncle's like oh I'm a, I'm a i'm 40 blah and i was like god oh, that is old and he looked it you mm-hmm. know no offense guys I'm serious I, I just thought about it. hey but yeah you know and the idea of being 60 or grand grandparents age grandma grandpa mm-hmm. was really really old Yeah, that's not the case now No, you know you you gotta be in your 80s to start mm-hmm. being old really Like
0: declining like yeah my
1: in-laws are in their 70s and they uh, you know but my father-in-law is uh, on a rowing team he mm-hmm. He sculling and all that mm-hmm. stuff. He's competitive, and he he can kick my ass any day. Um, not physically, I mean, like you know, uh, any kind of sport or anything, because he isn't what we would traditionally consider old. Mm-hmm. But with that in mind, everything else is changing. Mm-hmm. So, what makes you think that that's the uh, that's going to be the the any of your other ideas or your ideals are? are Valid, mm-hmm. if everything is constantly changing, so getting back to this idea of a god or a spirit or something, I don't necessarily think it should it should be uh, unnamed because the vastness. Well, it is, yeah, definitely, and it, uh, I think all that whole god thing was done because back in the day, you needed to give it a label that people could, the common regular guy in the field could understand. Mm-hmm. And so you, you know, hung all this stuff up on God. But now if we were to change our concept and realize that the vastness of it can't be measured, the depth of it can't be, you know, there's no way that my mortal vessel can conceive Mm -hmm. this thing. Mm -hmm. So why name it? Mm -hmm. Why place it? If it's that important, and why uh, give its origin to only a certain group? Mm You know what I mean? Time and
0: place and a culture. Nah, forget yeah. that.
1: It, it's 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 beyond all of that.
0: And and you know, recently somebody there was this. I was reading this thing, and there was a part where a guy talked about having a spiritual awakening. You know, and he was a very cynical um, intellectual guy, and and his voice kind of came to him and said, "Who are you to say there is no God?" And and I took that as a almost a rhetorical hmm. thing, you know, and. And at the moment that I read it, this just just recently, I mean, I've heard it before, and I took it as not necessarily that deep of a thing. Yeah. Um, glad it worked for him or whatever. But at the moment that I read it, I went, "That's really who? Who am I to say I know? Yeah. Definitely not. Like." You know, I i mean, I don't have that kind of access. I just but, don't have those instruments to measure that shit. But don't you, know? you
1: understand? Yeah, there's no gauge. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole bit. It's I'm like, certainly
0: not the gauge. We, you know? we,
1: got, we became so self-absorbed that we can say things and make these uh, projections and announcements about... Shit, we have no business right. talking Speak about.
0: Speak authoritatively. Oh yeah, and <laughs> yeah. I'm, final. Listen, yeah, I gotta pronounce the final word, young
1: man. Let me yeah. let me tell you what's really going on. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on from day to day. Mm-hmm. All I know is I gotta pay these bills on the thirtieth. Mm-hmm. So it's uh we that's that that entitlement, the unseen entitlement that we take, uh, without really listening or considering. Um, what's right before you. So yeah, who's to say what is it? I I can't name it. I just know that when I was a kid and I went to church and I was involved with the Southern Baptist thing, I felt something during certain sermons and felt something when the choir sang certain mm-hmm. songs. But as I got older and I listened to... uh Gregarian chant, Mm -hmm. or uh, Buddhist monks, even Tibetan. Mm -hmm. There was a commonality, that thread that you spoke Mm -hmm. of, that struck the same chord with Mm me. Mm -hmm. And then I started listening to music, Mm -hmm. and seeing art, and those things, when I felt that thing, whatever that is, that's what I consider Mm -hmm. uh, God. And it doesn't need to come through any specific medium. it works better in groups
0: <laughs> yeah it's <you> know, <laughs> but the, the the hindu and I, I probably i think i brought this up with uh aman too and they have this uh, or alan watts articulated their belief as they believe that the creator the god is at play he's playing everything you know wow like he as an actor mm-hmm. you know but also the sense of and I never thought of the duality of the word play like that before. Yeah. We tend to think of play you know, almost exclusively, even though we use it in all these other contexts, it's a play that I'm going yeah. to see. Or yeah. that man can really play that instrument. Or he's a great player you know, out on the Look field, at the kids play. You know? But when we talk about, most of the time we're talking about it as if it's a frivolous act. You know? But when you set the stage, you make that make-believe, right. you create that thing, more people, as you say, a group, more of that creative force is there you know right. more of it starts to congeal more of it starts to come into play it is weaving a spell it's calling this exactly thing and the out
1: more the, f- the more people if you will more eyes mm-hmm. add to the gaze mm-hmm. it gives it it lifts it up higher so the more ears if you will mm-hmm. somehow it becomes bigger than what you ever expected and not for the best at times
0: now, some things have to hurt. Yeah, some shit has to hurt to heal. You know, it
1: has to hurt to heal. I like <laughs> that. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, yeah.
0: And and you know, you said something I believe firmly too about Richmond. Is that there is a there is a harmony and a peace here uh, between people that are normally considered to be much
1: oh more, polar you know? opposites. Yeah, I um that's uh, back to Richmond. This is the the most you know, we live in a very ridiculous place. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are Confederate heroes mm-hmm. uh, down the streets. I can go to, and I, I think that's you know I'm I'm not opposed to that. Uh, not well, I mean I have a problem with it, but I'm n- I'm not trying to burn it down that's or anything. It it is, yeah, it, it is right, what it is. Right. Yeah, it's one of those things. <clears throat> it's part of what we have here. But I can also drive down the boulevard in the spring and the summer. And the, the Confederates are protesting. And there are two black Confederates <laughs> protesting. Mm-hmm. And if you walk up to them and ask them questions, they will sound just like the white Confederates. Mm-hmm. And once you have that dynamic, you realize it isn't necessarily a people, but an idea. Mm-hmm. And it sounds just as wackadoodle as any, any other, you know, mm-hmm. backwoods, whatever you want to put on that, that character and it's just but because it's coming from that point of view it's uh it's so alien mm-hmm. and disjointed uh, i remember the first time i was like are you aware that we have freedom now you, <laughs> are are they are they holding you like, no my grandfather was above. And I was like, okay it's just you know and and just as passionate great music uh but uh, a very, very palatable sense of our historical re- relevance that no one wants to talk about. Yeah,
0: Isn't yeah. It? That's that's really the interesting thing. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's right there. Incredibly, I mean, it's because it's so tense. We're, we we have a hard time like seeing the beauty of this thing that's come out of it. And I mean, and maybe I'm crazy, but you know, my idea of what should happen down in the bottom. In this oh, yeah, area, yeah, 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 yeah. is that it is at once a recognition of of what was atrocious yes. that happened down there and a recognition of the success that Of occurred, what's occurring. Yeah, yeah. From people who came through there, who yes. went on to be John Coltrane. Yes. You know, who went on to be um, Maya Angelou, who mm-hmm. went on to be Barack Obama, or, right. or whatever. That, yeah. It's fucked up Is that, that shit yes, it was, is. human yeah. beings came through that and created beauty. You know, and persevered and, and survived. Well,
1: and, not only that, you and I are here. Mm-hmm. And um, despite everything that you happened.
0: what today is, right?
1: Today is the, what is
0: it? It's Lee Jackson King game.
1: Oh, that's right. You remember that at school?
0: <laughs> Somebody reminded me at the grocery store. Oh, my actually. God. I was, I was like, <laughs> I forgot all about that. I,
1: remember, I, I remember talking to my teacher one time. I like, is it? Is it? Nobody has a problem with it. It is what it is. You know, the, the legislature passed it, General Assembly, so whatever, it's whatever Lee Jackson Key Day, man. so I'll see you on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not going to, no, we're not going to talk. just going to turn to Chapter 23 and move on mm-hmm. with the course. Yeah, it's funny How that's exactly that that exemplifies the whole thing Mm -hmm. is that we've got this thing right in front of us, but we're it's like eating dinner with someone and there's this huge centerpiece Uh that is atrocious and ridiculous. Yet you keep leaning past it and talking
0: as if it's not there. That's a southern thing. Oh yeah, southern gentility. It's it's politeness. It's also denial. And the thing is, is it
1: because we we don't want to offend,
0: right? Yeah, and we, but you know, (laughs) I don't know. I've you said that I was at the East End social Services today paying a bill and there's a mm. bunch of people there and my sense was like we're all recognizing each other as citizen, you know, neighborhood yeah. people and, and Richmond people right. and, and Churchill people. And I have felt that since my since Bellevue, Henderson, uh wrecking Parks, sit you know, sitting there at City Hall doing the training to hand out the the free. cats I think it's a cat <laughs> the uh, you know putting out the breakfast program right there's a thing that is we Richmond We you know we've not we've disliked the way that it is so, so sort of ignores passages of fashion and and culture outside but at the same time it knows who it is and it's right. we've stayed very true to some Richmond thing you know that I is very loving in a, it is you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's uh, quaint
1: uh-huh. um If you have friends that are from New York or somewhere, and they come to Richmond, Mm -hmm. and they're like, "What? There's something here that's very, very its own." Mm -hmm. I don't. I can't. Maybe I'm too close to the building. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To see if it's a a mansion or a shed, or you're like so close to the bricks, you can't Mm -hmm. tell what it is. You just keep building, and uh, but others can recognize it, and, and also they recognize. There's some really funky stuff going on. Mm-hmm. You guys are just acting like none of this is, you know. You know it's different out there. But it's I don't know any different. I really love Richmond. Mm-hmm. It's a kind of love-hate relationship, but I love this city.
0: I love it, too, and it is really a bizarre thing that we are – I mean, we are living on top of, like, a, a, an Indian burial ground. That yeah. It, it, there's, there are spirits, just restless this. spirits, <laughs> the restless, un, you know, dead yeah. kind of thing going on. But I feel like we are developing – It's we can do this in our own time, you know. We're not going to have a mass exorcism about it, you know. We're going to have a very – it's yeah. taken <laughs> right. generations – you know, but I remember my mother saying that when things really erupted in the '60s and there were riots, places mm-hmm. and people thought that stuff was going to happen here. It didn't happen here. You know, there weren't, there wasn't that the level of, I mean, the emotion
1: not same, at that level. No, no.
0: not not mm-hmm. not burning and destroying. You know, there's but
1: but there's ownership. Mm-hmm. There's there's that's one thing that is very Richmond mm-hmm. ownership. I wish there was more tradition. Because we build and destroy really quickly b- without any rever- reverence for what came before it. But uh, that southern gentleman and lady, mm-hmm. the southern belle, mm-hmm. despite your economic structure or bracket, if you will, there's something about that that bleeds through. Um my granddad you know, it's would
0: good boundaries. I think they would call it it's yeah. Good
1: boundaries. Good <laughs> polite boundaries. A good fence makes how for much good neighbors. Of your ass has
0: to be shown in public, right? And how much of someone else's ass do you have to let in to your world? To your world, yeah. You
1: know? And there's yeah. We, we have an agreed threshold. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my grandfather when I was a kid wouldn't answer to the door unless he had his jacket on mm-hmm. because that's what a gentleman did. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of little things like that that we kind of picked up on. Unknowingly, uh, that uh, makes it classic Richmond, I guess.
0: And I think it comes from a genuine desire to, instead of saying you're telling me I got to put this jacket on, it's saying I acknowledge that it's something of value in this interaction that yeah. I'm I'm going to represent a right. certain way when I come to it you know it's respect it's it,
1: it, a respect it, you know? i respect <laughs> that, that's it yeah it's a respect thing uh but at times it's an ignorant respect. Yeah. Oh, There's we'll this like with it.
0: everything. It's a, it's a real balancing act, you yeah. know, because that stuff can go so far in a hypocrisy. But it should not be thrown out completely because I see a great deal of value in saying, OK, look, I got shit I'm dealing with. Right. You know? I yeah. am. Maybe I do feel like crying today or maybe I feel like, you know, Hulk smash. Yeah. You know, but I have to go out and interact with the people in this world. I have to go to work, you know, and if I bring all of this stuff, it's like I'm bringing the flu to work you know right
1: you put on the suit yeah. and you wear the mask um, I can't I can't I, well, But everyone knows me I'm as, sorry it's cold in here by no, way. no 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 forgot, no. I'd shut that door no I'm, I, that's and, not it I was <laughs> trying to get my mind it's like this uh, I've had a lot of names in my life and depending on what you say to me and, and what uh, would you acknowledge me as a, I, that's how I know where I know you're from So the majority of the people in the world now, majority, know me as DL. But if someone said Donnie, then I react. Is that how you were at Henderson? uh, No, that's family. Uh, um, My name is Donnell Hopkins. Did
0: you go by Donnell at Henderson?
1: Yeah, I went by Donnell. And if someone said Donnell and they're my age, I can either I work with you because it's there on the, on the cube mm-hmm. or but now it says DL now or, <laughs> or you were like one of the kids I played pickup football with mm-hmm. or something like that, or some girl I was trying to date mm-hmm. and failed that <laughs> long time ago. <laughs> at, but uh, I, I know where I know you from. So oftentimes uh, I would talk, I was talking to a friend at work and I, and because I'm a Capital One, I work with a lot of Indian. Uh, and we, he was upset about something. And I said, listen, you know, I understand that's feelings and all that. We're friends, so we can talk like this. But we can't have that here. This is, you know, this is our means. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a decorum, you know, there's mm-hmm. a protocol to follow. Mm-hmm. So out of respect... I don't bring Donnell to work mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. I
1: give you d l mm-hmm. but if Donnell showed up, mm-hmm. oh there'd be security and tables flipping and all kinds of stuff because at my age now, I realize that there's a, a bubbling cauldron of all kinds of stuff happening with everybody at every time. It could be anything mm-hmm. uh, oh my gosh when when i was uh when we had the babies when when the boys were really young. It's like, I've got another fucking ear infection. Mm-hmm. You know, what am I? I got shit to do, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Or this, that, and the third. It's just a constant spinning of plates mm-hmm. and juggling. Uh, uh, Everybody's type got that going every, on. At mm-hmm. every level. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're Trump who That's I can't right. stand. I but, use him as an example. He yeah, goes to bed scared of something at night, scared worried of, about something. And, and he's probably scared more so than you and I are mm-hmm. because he, has, he stands to lose so much. A lot
0: much. of people depend on him, too.
1: Right, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, if if he doesn't make the donuts, or he says one thing wrong, one investment pull out. Uh-huh. Oh man, it's like seven hundred people affected. I I make a I cut somebody off, or I do something wrong. I'm affecting maybe three, four people. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily like Donald Trump, but I can imagine that there's a lot of st- stress and tension at that level that I really don't need in my day. I just want to get home and uh, have my dinner, watch the kids play and I'll have my drink and zone really it. really
0: You know, and I feel like a lot of, we, and, and this was the thing, I had this wonderful conversation at the grocery store. I was buying water to bring up here. I ran into a childhood friend from the mm-hmm. neighborhood and, and, you know, I told her I was getting ready to go do this podcast and all these different things I wanted to touch on and talk about. And then she and I had this big, big conversation. conversation. Yeah. And, and one of the things, you know, I wasn't ready to hear what I needed to hear until I was ready to hear what I needed there to hear. There you go. You know? Yeah. And so I have to have a compassion for all the people around me that ain't at the part where they're, they they feel there is a conflict of being an authentic human being and not letting your ass hang out all the time. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, and maybe they'll never get there. But that's their journey and that's their path. And- I can't tell anybody else to be and you on top wait. of
1: that, you have to have the restraint not to be, well, would you, you know, tell them at, that you would, since you're at this level, uh, right? you know,
0: you'll be more enlightened like we, me you know, one day, but, uh, you know, it's yeah,
1: so that ass, you know, <laughs> <Right>. so, <laughs> but,
0: you know, I'm grateful that I got from thinking that me being an authentic, creative person meant letting it all hang out in a way that was oppressive to other people yeah you know, i oppressed you know. others with my ego and in, in lots of different ways and i'm not saying i've completely stopped that but i'm mindful that when i go to work that i'm there to do the job right and yeah. there are a lot you know this system and i'm I'm mindful in general about being trying to be a part of the solution out there you know even if i'm the guy that sat back and let some people go through the door ahead of me instead of being i got an elbow my yeah way. yeah yeah just that you know to practice that and get myself out of because the art of living is, you know, it's just like all of these other things, like acting. And, you know, I love that. I want to do more of this. I love that the Meisner method gets you to listen, you know. Yeah. And, you know, part of being authentic in that role is acknowledging the other players there, yeah. you Ex- know.
1: It, or, <laughs> or seeing it as, uh, how did they say this? If I'm on stage, uh, I'm going to screw this up. But I'll give it a go anyway. What the hell? Um,
2: There's nobody's grading.
1: I don't exist unless you exist
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: in any moment. So I can look at it, it's a glass half full, half empty type situation. I can look at it as well, you aren't shit until I walk into the room. Right. Or I am nothing until you acknowledge what i present to you Mm -hmm. i could be a genius but not until it is genius in your in your gaze Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and when i say you i mean general populace right it's it's nothing ether so everything
0: requires a context you know right it requires a in the beginning there was void right Then, (laughs) then there was some a land put there to divide the sky from the the heaven, yeah, and all you know, that, and yeah. Then, but in that story, that uh, that's about context, you know, and about you, you need to have these these things depend on each other. We depend on each other for context, for meaning, for story. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, yeah. I don't exist. I can have brilliant ideas, but not until I share them mm-hmm. do they really get vetted in any way, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I. I'm more of a half full type cat and I feel that uh, I can get more out of the situation by giving if I were to just participate, Mm -hmm. actively listening and participating rather than criticizing and coming in and go, okay, let me go help these people, you know? Uh, that's just how it is. Man. Yeah,
0: and I, again, I have to thank you that that just that little interaction, and I forget there was another component to it, but it made me realize that, you know, he Bill O'Reilly was mentioned in that conver- in that thread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm no Bill O'Reilly, mm. but there's this part of me that's like, I've been working, and I've been. Putting my shit together here, and I got my little house of cards going, right. and I got my little money in the bank, and I got my little career going. Don't y'all fuck with this. Right. You
1: know? It's <laughs> and, mine. And it's that's mine.
0: where those motherfuckers come from. Right. That's sitting here, who's sitting there listening to Bill O'Reilly, is they're like, hey, it's
1: good for us. You don't understand. It took generations for me, you know. Yeah. But, but that's how it is. But that
0: is also the Matrix, because, it, like, really, in order to get out uh, not only the prison of. You know, being a part of this machine in, yeah. in, in the in the physical sense, um, but the, one's own imprisonment of, of perception. Uh, you know,
1: you can Mental, only see things one yeah. way.
0: You know, you got to break that up. You
1: got to. Well, uh, you can't participate if you don't. and That's the problem. Uh, that that sphere of influence is getting smaller and smaller. Um, back when I was a kid, was my parents' generation, there was a character type that Archie Bunker. Mm-hmm. You know, he represented right. For them, that type of there was a name for it, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, a, per, a thing to point at to say, "See, that's kind of a bunker type attitude. Mm-hmm. We we can't do that." Mm-hmm. Whether good or bad or whatever, I kind of see modern day. If I when I think about it, that that type of character, and this this transcends transcends racial bounds. Uh, Cartman from South Park, mm-hmm. that character is that guy. Mm-hmm it's mine it's all mine right, you know? right, and right. uh and um you jews and the blacks and blah blah all this mm-hmm. stuff but it's just uh projecting outward mm-hmm. uh and and um not necessarily looking inward mm-hmm. it's destroying rather than building and it's actually that's you know not all that hippie stuff but that's really what we're dealing with right now. <laughs> I
0: got to be honest. Even it's not how I came up. You know, it's not what I.
1: Yeah. Know. I mean, it was Yeah, me either, but, uh, love and peace, man. Love Those is, are, is a powerful thing. That's a thing, huge You know, it's not word. the pussy thing. No. It's, I mean,
0: really to walk up to a gun and put a, a flower, flower in a barrel. Have any
1: balls. You, that's, that's a badass a thing. Balls, right. and, or have the presence of mind to think that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish to ha ascend to that height where I could go, Oh, how how cool would this be? Um Yeah, that's you know, or stand in front of a freaking tank just holding your groceries. Tiananmen Square style, you know, what you gonna do what?
0: Yeah. That's yeah.
1: Uh, but if we approach things from a standpoint and of And that love, person
0: is doing that not because they're like what? They're not saying they're not being like fuck you to that tank. No, they're it's saying, just like come on all of these people behind me. I am standing up here to, to rep, you know to bring attention to this thing. All of these people are right. suffering, you know, and you're at the forefront of that. You're out in front of that. It's not you're not against the tank. You're for no. all of these the, people behind the, you. The
1: common thread between that uh, person in Tiananmen Square the person in the tank, and the, the, uh, the guard or, or, or militia, or the police, was, officer. police officer, and the, and the little hippie girl who put the flower in the, in, the, in the barrel of the rifle. The common thread between both of those interactions is I'm going to make this situation so that you will acknowledge me as a human mm-hmm. and not just something that you were told to do.
0: Do you know the story? I don't know who this person was, but he was on one of my favorite podcasts, On Being, and he marched with Dr. King. And he said that before they went to places like Selma and did these passive resistance, um, pr- you know, demonstrations, they trained in mm-hmm. uh, acting like in, in uh, improv and role playing. They took turns playing the police oh, the op- officer, the oppressor. Wow! Yeah. And 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 the, and the act was to look, you know, to practice looking that person in the eye. And making and them acknowledge your humanity, yeah. you know. And, I mean, I think it's wonderful. We happened to be talking about this, yeah. you know, a couple of days before.
1: Martin Luther King Day.
0: It's so hard to remember that love really is the more badass Route and it is so much. it's easy. It's easy to descend in that reptilian cortex shit and just fight and stab and kill and shoot. You know, get yourself run away or or, you
1: know know, start building a little shed with your canned foods and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Eh. Right,
0: right. I'm just looking out for me. Right, and that's a that that particular Facebook conversation made me realize that I was I was feeling threatened and I was protecting some stance and I was denying this certain kind of suffering that I, I was not like I was being complicit in it and denying it. And, and basically like the O'Reilly's and a lot of those yeah. motherfuckers are saying, no, no, you don't, it's not, there's no problem. You're not having a problem. Right. And I'm sitting here telling you, I'm hurt. No, you're okay. You're fine. That's exactly you know? what it is.
1: <laughs> and to, to have the audacity or the entitlement to take ownership of someone else's pain. feelings and, yeah. and pain and say, right. no, you're 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 just fine. Everything's great. And you're the problem for complaining about mm-hmm. it. Right. Not just have, go to
0: work like everybody yeah. else and shut the fuck up. Fuck up, up. Yeah. yeah.
1: Let me get on with this. I need to invest in this and I need to mm-hmm. return so that I can file these taxes and get blah blah blah. That's mm-hmm. I mean that's basically it. Uh not having the ability to acknowledge that another Humans' experience mm-hmm. is number one valid,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and number two even exists.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: That's uh you know, that's some ballsy shit.
0: Yeah, and, and you can easily do it. Yeah, I could do it with my girlfriend. You know,
1: we, like, I I'm right with you, man. I know <laughs> yeah. exactly where you're going, and you know, I don't want having
0: that problem. It's all in your head. Yeah, you know? come on now, yeah. and,
1: or or you know, uh, this will be nothing in a week. We'll be yeah. good. You know, mm-hmm. it's just. Uh, You're just worried. Don't worry.
0: Yeah. Huh. Everything's going to be okay. Everything's
1: going to be okay. And everything's fucked up. You know? And the, the
0: absolutely, like, it is so hard. I'm still working on this. This is my, like, big mountain that I got to climb as, is, like, if it's, even if it's not convenient to me, I have to acknowledge someone else's discomfort, someone else's pain. I got to give up my selfishness for a moment and be there for somebody else. You know, it's so fucking hard for me. I just want to fix it, and that's exactly
1: I, that's that's the guy thing. That's exactly where I was. <laughs> g- I'm right with you because <laughs> we're like, I'll just fix this so I don't have to hear it. Right?
0: Oh, we got a problem. I fix, fix it. So it. i don't have to deal with just it. yeah. Yes. There we go. I, I gave
1: you a solution. If yeah. you don't want to listen to it, you know, mm-hmm. what the fuck am I supposed to do? But that's the wrong approach. Acknowledge it.
0: And that's like what I asked you on on Facebook. I was like, "What do you want me to do about it?" You know, in so many words, and and instead of you saying you know, you should do this, you need to do that, you, you just said, well, Neo, if, you, <laughs>
2: I mean, I <laughs> if mean,
0: you, you know, if you open your eyes, this more will be revealed, Yeah, you know? Oh, and,
1: I remember that, yeah. yeah. You know? well, and, I, because I felt, I've been at that space before and depending on how I felt, you know, you're like, well, you know, sucks to be you, you know, or something like that. But being on the other side of that, that's what I wanted to hear. Uh, is, you know, well, I mean, it's really up to you. Mm -hmm. If you acknowledge that this is the truth, then, you know, great. Either you you choose what you want to do.
0: Yeah, and the thing that I'm also having a hard time acknowledging is that, like, it took me a lot of learning. Like, where my trajectory had just happened over the last six years, I had to become extremely teachable. I had proven that I was a massive fuck-up. You know, And, like, I fucked up in a big way, and I made a lot of bad choices. But, you know, in some respect, I didn't know any better, you know. And I had to have compassion for myself, and I had to be around people that had compassion for me. And they taught me, and bit by bit, I had to build my way to more willingness to listen and learn and all of that kind of stuff. And if people had been, like, just... Shut up and do right. this thing. They would. It wouldn't. That would. Wouldn't have worked for me. So same thing with,
1: with. I think that's a commonality in everyone. Do you feel that? Uh, now, I'll play psychologist. Do you feel that the uh, the the trajectory that you were on was inevitable? That you would eventually. Um,
0: yeah, and it could, it, I got lucky. Yeah, because it, yeah. that trajectory was a like an airplane going towards a mountain trajectory. Yeah, and I managed to bail out. At you know, the right the grace time, of God or, yeah. As we say, um, yeah, and and I shouldn't say I managed because there were many factors that I happened. The circumstances to be, lend
1: themselves for. I, I was receptive, yeah.
0: Even just for that, like, okay, I really need to stop this trajectory, you know.
1: Yeah, and and,
0: and so that trajectory. The more that I have said, okay, despite. My feelings right now, I need to. Sh- my feelings aren't facts, you know. I have to show up and behave wow. a certain way. You my know?
1: feelings aren't facts. That's deep. So yeah. I can,
0: you know, and I, that, you know, I didn't. Yeah. A lot of people have, been, have taught me that consistently over a period of time, and so that's my belief system. So when I, when I, sometimes I'm not as compassionate as that should make me, because <laughs> I want everybody to get on that program. But you're
1: human. Yeah. You know? You can't. Uh, we can't be one thing twenty four seven. That's the only thing that we can't be. The other thing is, is that 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 road that you went and and you you fell down, dusted yourself off, and uh, got helped up, if you will. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing that, mm-hmm. and um, it's hard to. How do you say it? Uh, you, if I hadn't like really failed or like been a complete ass at times. Uh I could have been a dick on Facebook at that mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But because the of the way you answered the questions or or responded to what I pitched across the the net if you will, uh the way you hit it back, I heard that I was like, "Oh, that was me like blah 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 because mm-hmm. um, I knew everything mm-hmm. I'm telling bro I knew everything you couldn't tell me shit mm-hmm. and I was just yeah. ass backwards as mm-hmm. they come but I had no idea mm-hmm. um, not until then I was like well wait a minute there's a tactic that I think is better because this is a grown ass man mm-hmm. you go ahead and uh, handle that mm-hmm. You know, however you want to do it I'm not going to fuck do I know you know, but I can tell you now that you know this, you're responsible for the information. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it is.
0: Yeah, you know, it's a weird thing is that I felt like I had already known it and I've done a good job of acknowledging yeah. it previously. But I, I haven't. I filed it, you know, <laughs> and began denying it. Yeah. You know, because I've been working on my little whatever, you know, like just trying to build my thing. And like, that's what I think everybody, you know, whatever – selfish perspective i have at a given time is what everybody should be doing well
1: you got you you got life bro you know it's a it's tough out here Mm. and what you were hearing was uh in my opinion because i've never been white go ahead was the that oh you know you got it tough, but you don't have it as tough as me right. and you need to acknowledge my suffering mm-hmm. and that, you know, you got it rosy. It's all it's like it. My shit doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Your yeah. shit. Fuck you talking about. You got right. it. Great. You're, you got you know. the privilege. Yeah. You know? But it, that isn't it. It's more like awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it should be, I guess that does sound very aggressive. Privilege should be awareness.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think that this is such a fledgling, and it is is—it is such a good parallel to say that there is something that we need to wake up for, and we're just starting to find the language for it. The way that we're complicit in being fat and happy, and however, whatever way we are fat yeah. and happy, and we don't acknowledge the suffering of the people around us that, and you know, our blindness to that. And it's not just Caucasians. It's all kinds of humans, you know? And, right. Louis C.K., who I think is brilliant, also gets on my nerves a lot because I don't like the way he portrays 40 at all. Um, but he, his daughter was was bitching at him, uh, holding her food. She's like, my my sister, my sister got more than me. It's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, honey, the only way, time you should look at your neighbor's bowl is to see if they have enough. Enough, yeah. You know? And, like, that's... That's such, You know, that... We... All human beings we are on the precipice we are so connected now that we can we can listen to each other's hearts that's what i love about podcasts is like yeah. this doesn't cost anybody any money to do anything so nobody's going to edit it nobody's going to fuck with it and it's just going to be this vault this authentic vulnerable thing out there in the ether that yeah. you can you can tune into and listen to and you can make it part of you and there's tons and tons of stuff like that out there so our our consciousness is expanding our you know something is changing in the climate of consciousness. <laughs> and,
1: uh, well, you, you touched on it earlier. We are where we need to be. Mm-hmm. You, you, I forgot where well, you said it really, really well. That you know, I needed, I learned what I learned when I was ready to learn. What I, right. Whatever, I, I can't repeat it. Well,
0: it's but in other words, what you learn after you know everything that really counts. There,
1: wow, that's <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant to say. Of course, yeah. Uncle there you go. There you go. <laughs>
0: Trying to help me work on my
1: car. <laughs> <laughs> but we are where we need to be right now. We're at a very incredible time in the history of man, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, the the common man, just regular Joe Schmoe, salted the earth cat, has at his disposal more than the kings of the past mm-hmm. in their entire court. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, back in the day, those English... Gentry and the, the the royalty would uh have a uh, a small a caravan of uh, musicians mm-hmm. just to play at their picnics. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of cake to do that, yeah. you know. and anyway, yeah. there's a lot of orchestration. You got to get logistics together. I got to make sure the fiddlers are here. You know, that's a lot of shit. And you got to be playing while I'm eating this potato salad uh, consistently because that's the way I like it. Mm-hmm. But we got we got whatever we want when we want it. Mm-hmm. And what's slowly being realized is that there's more similar than difference to each of us. So I think all those ideals, the reason that we have so much contention right now, and when I was a kid, I was very militant and angry. Because, you know, you should be doing this and the man and mm-hmm. blah. Once I started working and paying taxes, and you know, then you go, wait a minute, hang on, there's, there's a little more to it. Uh, then I realized that uh, there's, ah, I lost my thread there for a second. There's a, uh, there's a more, there's a commonality to all of us. Mm -hmm. And we're breaking down this idea on all regions. Not just, there's not just a a renaissance of art going on all this. It's a renaissance of consciousness. The idea, like you said, we're talking here, the idea of God Mm -hmm. is changing Mm -hmm. because you can't, uh, have this Santa Claus mentality anymore? When
0: you're uh, a good kid, and you get presents, so. right.
1: right? And there's a guy in a suit that's going to show up at your house at the same time around the world, mm-hmm. and don't question it. Mm-hmm. You know, this has happened. Uh, you can't have these fairy tale relationships with a higher being, if you will, or a consciousness, or a spirit, or a power. Uh, I the only word that I can uh, associate with that and it's the worst possible description because of uh, I'm limited by being mortal, mm-hmm. is the source. Mm-hmm. The closer we get to the source, the more clear things become. Uh, you start not really caring about little other things. It, you want to channel in that wisdom. But because it's indescribable and all that, the idea of God being this, big guy in the clouds with sandals on and sitting on a throne looking down at cats or or the idea that you'll go through your entire life and at the end there'll be a, a short documentary that you will review with a, mm. a group of people right. about the things that, you know hey wait a minute March 4th 78 uh, that was a little sketch there mm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah
0: the defending your life thing. Yeah exactly uh,
1: that or the eternal burning in hell. Mm. Uh, if if you have experienced a hell of your own here on Earth, the idea of hell itself, and survived it, the idea of an eternal hell becomes less of a, a, a deterrent. You're like, uh, you know, I kicked this, or I, um, uh, I I beat poverty, uh, or ignorance. I I couldn't read, and now I can read. Having lived through something and come through it, that that, you know, all of that's changing now. Uh, So, but it's changing all at the same time. That's why we have all this contention.
0: Yeah, and I think it's we do need. There's something I I tend to think of it as. There's a a broader sense of human blindness that we need to pull the scales away from. That well, we don't need to if we're lucky and we have the grace that we will get there, Yeah, you know, and there is something on the other side of that awareness and how we need to gently bring each other towards that instead of fight each other
1: and separate. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cause you know, my thing with Cleve and I, I don't, I don't, you know, he and I don't talk like we're not like we have interactions mm. on Facebook, mm. but I've considered him a friend now for five years. And yeah? Most of our interactions have been about Marvel comics and things like that. And I think of him when I there's something cool, you know, related to that, and I want to share it with him. And since Ferguson, there's been this other tone in our on Facebook from him, and I've felt betrayed by it. <laughs> I'm like, where's my comment? I got that but, too. Yeah, very, yeah, 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 and, yeah. And like that's that's it's really funny. I should actually talk to him about it sometime because there's been more of a a passive aggressive like, you know, dig. back and forth yeah Yeah, banter come on man what is this yeah
1: well i got it's funny i've got a million of these not a million but i got a lot of these virtual friends mm -hmm. and we're i call us the nodding society it is just i don't say it but the reason i say that is because we tend to comment and like the same things uh And share, we just, yep, I agree with you. Yeah, and this, there you go, Mm -hmm. there you go again. That was a good one. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we do that. I don't see that person in life ever, Mm -hmm. you know, could be in an elevator with them, wouldn't even know. Uh, But the diversity of our circumstance, when something occurs, um, everybody reacts to things differently um there's uh like right now and i'm not going to really get into the detail of it but like uh this whole bill cosby thing there are women who are my friends oh my god wow they're like you know this mother, blah, you yeah. know all this mm-hmm. and Convince I that it happened and right, yeah. or they you know I was in the room, and i mm-hmm. I know that type of guy, you mm-hmm. know,' this smug blah blah blah, and the thing that we forget is that whole uh rich fraternity boy taking advantage of mm-hmm. some girl type thing and throwing him aside, and then she is left to deal with the all mm-hmm. of that 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 shit happens, yeah. But as a man, I can't I am limited in my empathy mm-hmm. by my own ignorance. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And then there's like a bunch of different other boxes that you can bat that around with but I don't know much about this part of society, that be So we have these people really, really polarized one way or the other and um <sighs> The way it is, man. All right, now you gotta, you gotta do that. Listen, so, so much of it really
0: is about Listen. the way that I, right, and 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 the and the resistance is the resistance you have to. You're having a good day, and your girlfriend's <laughs> having a bad day, right? And you don't, <laughs> you want to figure out some way that she's also having a good day, yeah? You know, rather than just acknowledge that, hey, you know, you're gonna have to. You can still have your good day, and and be there for the person that's having the bad day, you know. <laughs> And I think that's the thing where we're agreeing on these things on Facebook all the time. And then these things come up that we don't agree with, and we're not comfortable with right. the dissent. We're only comfortable with assent. And
1: because my our relationship is uh, founded in our agreements, mm-hmm. and when you disagree with me, I don't necessarily disagree, or I don't completely understand. I'm not giving it enough reverence. Um, I was like, yeah, that's fucked up what Bill Cosby did. Mm-hmm. Anyway, did you see, you know, right, you know right. wait, wait a minute, you know, that, that in a way belittles their opinion. Mm-hmm. And then I go, wow, fuck, that, you know, I've been that way before. Mm-hmm. And, and then I get really selfish and assholey. I go, wait a minute, this is freaking Facebook. Mm-hmm. This, mean, this is meaningless. I can log off and be mm-hmm. done with it. But you don't. Mm-mm. No, you ever like uh, are going through your newsfeed and you see something so ridiculous, and you pull yourself away from commenting mm-hmm. because you know it's just you're going to go into the spiral. I've
0: written whole things and then deleted, and deleted it. <laughs>
1: I've done that too. I mean, mm-hmm. paragraphs mm-hmm. of cogent, succinct, yeah. well formed. Yeah. I've even copied it into a, a Word doc. <laughs>
2: just in
1: case admit. just in case i might need that <laughs> yeah. later delete it and go you know it's not worth my evening because of our virtual relationships give us virtual stress and everything all the foibles that come with a regular relationship i saw a friend of mine today put up something about a police chief it's made a statement about uh, something or other and um And, you know, he's a friend of mine, but lately we've been disagreeing because I think his dad was a cop or something Mm -hmm. and uh, he's just not having it. And I was like, oh, bro, I'm I'm telling you, I got to check your history with the police. It's like, that can't be. You are obviously, uh, you know, being, you know, something, I don't know, whatever, whatever it is. And I was like, well, we're not going to hear each other. But I chose not to comment because I'm just throwing gasoline on the fire. I mean me revel. Now I'm being a troll, you know? Mm-hmm. And the, the thing about it, I guess the point I'm making is like, now I'm responsible for not starting fires mm-hmm. unnecessarily. Yeah. If I started a fire with you and you and I disagreed on something and it was strictly genuine, I don't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. But I guess because of my, I'm really trying to be a good person and all that stuff. I don't like to crank anybody up for no reason, other than my own amusement.
0: You're also cranking yourself up when you're doing it too. You know, I feel that 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 adrenaline or whatever. Oh man, a rush. Yeah, yeah, because this is my body can't tell the difference between this conflict and 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 a a real conflict. Yeah, exactly.
1: Some guy with his fist up, Mm -hmm. it's the same thing.
0: I can get as much like adrenaline, going waiting to see what somebody answered when I put something out there. Do you do that? <laughs> You're like sitting like, there waiting. You oh,
1: sure. come on, what you got? What you got? <laughs> oh, oh, you know, you get all aggro with it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I have a, a, a person that I really look up to. Uh, he checked me on Facebook, and I was pissed off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and it, I mean, it ruined I'm t- it ruined my whole friggin' day. And I just walked away because I knew nothing good would come of it. He's from a different generation and he has an idea, you know, lived through the Civil Rights Movement right, and all right. this and he has an idea about how things should be done and all this. And I I thought I was adding to the conversation he saw it as me detracting from the focus and we as a people and blah, 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 this war on culture and all. I was like, ah, it wasn't that serious, doc. And you know you're part of the problem. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, here we go. I'll just walk away. We're we're responsible for all that crap.
0: The thing that you touched on before, and I think even the politeness. Okay, we call this a Southern thing, but this really came to us from the old world in in civil society (laughs) in. England, you yeah, know. that we
1: were trying to emulate, right? Yeah, it,
0: well, it was them, they came here, yeah, they brought it here. No, like, I
1: mean, like, we're still yeah, doing this, right? Yeah. It's passed down, right?
0: That the, and they came out of this guy's got this castle over here, and that guy's got that castle over there. If we're fighting all the fucking time, we're not gonna be able to grow anything to right. eat, and nobody's gonna have any security and any ability. So, you develop courtly life, you develop a society, you develop. A way to get along, not to stoke shit up, not to get people worked right. up. Yeah. That's not not being authentic. That's realizing what the priority is. Is that ultimately, you know, my my need at this moment to be you know acknowledged in my opinion and all right. this kind of shit. It's not really kind of insignificant. And when you mention we're all trying to make our living here at this office place, right. you know, we're all trying to get along in this city and live our lives and love our families and do all of this stuff we got to respect the boundaries there and i think that exists in richmond you know, as yeah.
1: A, there you go. That's as a true, thing right? that's
0: been it's been handed down from those those people who may have been hypocrites and they may have, but the the spirit of it is you know valid. Is it like if you got to go along to get along? Sometimes you yeah? do, and it's, it's
1: pretty much just you know shut the fuck up, sit down, eat your finger we can't sandwiches, just be
0: in sword fighting all, all the guy jousting all the time, listen and listen to her play the harpsichord. All the time. Just like yeah, just
1: listen to the yeah. listen to her Play listen the fucking harpsichord. Eat some food. Just, dress uh, up. Yeah, and, <laughs> and have some civility. Up Watch in here. The,
0: and they bring it over here watch the horse race there you, you know, go yeah do just
1: th- do you do the thing wear <laughs> yeah, the hat yeah and you know and then go home and take, take and we, that show. It.
0: we 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 are richmonders and yeah. that's, and that's the thing that like also there isn't there's there's a certain kind of archetypical richmond but this neighborhood right here union hill was was one of the first integrated neighborhoods in the city according to Melinda Worley, anyway. Okay. Do you know her, Charles Brown? uh, Oh, yes. His wife.
1: I know Charles. He lives right around the corner. For years. Yeah, I know him and and Melinda.
0: Yeah, and she was saying that, you know, this was like, you know, before anybody really had a problem with any of this, everybody's building houses together over here. Yeah. You know, and I think there is a. There's this understanding that, yes, there's so much fucked up shit. And we could we could fight about it. We could talk about yeah, but, it. But we really yeah. need to put food on the table. And we really need to get along. And
1: get about to, business.
0: And, and when I've, I'm at the DMV with a shitload of Richmonders, what I feel in that room generally is a lot of mutual respect and, and an acknowledgement <laughs> that we're all in, in the same hell together. And we're at all the DMV. slaves to
1: that red light yeah. waiting for that E-627. No-
0: yeah. I mean, there is a... I don't remember, one Sunday I ended up at the DMV with my aunt, and I was trying to get my license before I went back to New York for some reason. And there were so many people there. And But everybody was being funny and cordial yeah, with each yeah. other and, and like in the, making the experience pleasant. And somebody would say, man, next time you all have this party, don't invite me. And, <laughs> because <laughs> that's, <interesting. laughs>
2: that's funny <laughs> that as shit. Like,
0: that's Richmond yeah, yeah, to me. Yeah. And when I was going back to New York with that, that is the beauty of this place, you know. Yeah. And you get you get trolls come through here. I think Saad si mm-hmm. Al Amin was a bit of a troll myself. I don't know.
1: He know? could stir up the muck. Because uh, he's muck from some place where it's yeah. much
0: worse, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I don't. want Maybe I shouldn't. Get, you know, we, I'm we're, not, we're already I'm, at two and a half hours. Like, really, but, I
1: had yeah. no idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm no, 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 don't no, be sorry, cool. man.
0: This is. Like, this is like the, you know, that version well, of my I'm favorite not, things where it's a whole side of an album, you know?
1: Richmond is weird in a sense. Like, uh, I, I lived around the corner from, we used to live down Boulevard in, uh, what's that place called now? Bird Park area. Bird Park area, but we were that, uh, the Carillon. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. The Carillon. Right. So, around the corner for me was Sheriff C.T. Woody. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember Charles, Chuck. Chuck, oh, yeah. uh, remember Chuck?
0: Yeah, and his son Chucky. <laughs> <Eated, laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: he used to he used to be in our band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which which uh, the um we, with the poetry thing?
0: What was it called though? It's not like
1: we had Jazz Poetry Society. Jazz we had poetry. we had a uh, Southern Revolutionist Literary that. Guild. We had a bunch of.
0: Uh, I might have even J, you remember Jayon Falsini who wrote for yeah. Punchline the company? Yeah, I think a bunch of you guys were over at Jayon's house and we did this thing. Like it was like an interview. I wrote a thing about jazz poet society, probably, oh, wow. it
1: could have been, but like these we have but these Richmond the characters, yeah. yeah, it was, so that you know when we would trick or treat around the neighborhood, uh one year, uh a squad car came screeching up with the lights on whip, whip, pull us over, and um. It rolled down the window. It was it was Sheriff Woody, <laughs> said trick or treat like that, and he, and, he got, and handed out candy to my kids and everything. And we were like, what the hell? This is ridiculous. He thought it, it was funny as shit. Uh, but you know, at the time, you know, it was like, oh, what the hell? But I I expect that. So there's these contradictions that I remember. Uh, Chuck Richardson would say these incredible things at the. Uh, the, what is it city council and make these ridiculous statements and all this but he he defended his district like savagely mm-hmm. uh but then you know personally he was a whole different cat mm-hmm. and
0: and you know that's th- really not hypocrisy when you that's talk about just a person, the man. It's the, and it's the job you were elected to represent what the voters want you know right, it, right it's not not necessarily always what you believe you know you you recognize that it's a job. You got to separate
1: the man from the gig. You know, we put these titles on where you should be doing this and that. No, that reminds me of something that's quite timely, with the play race. We had a talk back one night, and Morrissey was there.
0: Really? Yes, Morrissey. Oh no, wait—the one that's in, not the Smiths. But no, no,
1: no, 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 no. Yeah, the one
0: that just got elected
1: in jail and all that, and he was there, and he had. Uh wow this is deep. Well anyway we had a lot of conversation and we talked and, and uh he had this fancy jag and I was, Anyway, uh he and he was with a few people and um how can I say this without incriminating myself?
0: Be honest. Okay, there
1: was a young lady there that could or could not be the person in question. Uh-huh. So anyway. I just thought it was his daughter or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, he's got a mixed kid. That's nice." Um, but he said at that time, "You know, I've never experienced that level of discrimination, and this is so foreign to me, and I can't imagine. I just don't believe that this would happen." And then, you know, this whole thing happened with him, and I was like, "Dude, <laughs> this is the same <laughs> shit, man. Yeah. Don't you, yeah. you get? You know what I mean? That's what I wanted to say." He was really cool with me. Uh, yeah,
0: he's like right. Like the Joe Insco character in that play is a like a what no, is he? Is poly- he's like a rich businessman or something.
1: Random rich guy, right? We never really know right. what he did or you know he has, he's a powerful individual right. with influence, and he uh, may or may not have taken some liberties with mm-hmm. a young lady mm-hmm. who uh, you know wants to sue him. Mm-hmm. And he comes to our law office and we're of mixed race, the lawyers, and everybody disagrees on the case Mm -hmm. because of our different perspective. Youth, older, black, white, Mm -hmm. uh, things of that nature. And the weird thing about that particular play is uh, the way that the director set it up was that we didn't talk about it. I'd never done that before.
0: You mean you and the actors didn't talk about it? You just... Learned your lines and you got it there. Showed up
1: and did our thing, so we never know what the um, other person's thinking. It made for a weird dynamic, and you know there was. And then there's a lot of ex-
0: real tension. Like.
1: Real tension. Yeah. Because you and
0: you and your character and yeah. Billy's character yeah. are supposed to be partners, right? We're supposed but, to be partners, right? And, but and Billy is how it should be, and you're pretty practical. I seem to remember, like, yeah, you know, you see it as it is, and
1: and yeah, he was uh, he was trying to sh- to frame and shape the case, right? Uh, that was that was Meaning, material.
0: That's what I meant was he's like he wants things to be a certain way, and he's going to yeah. sort of deny what doesn't fit that. Picture. Exactly, or and, not, know, or try not, not to shed the case, light but in that. In general, that's the kind of person, right? He is. Yeah. And
1: uh, my character was more like, "Hey, is this is the way it is. Right. So let's focus on this. Right. Get the check and keep right. it moving. Right? Yeah, keep the feelings out of it." Katrina's character uh, was uh, somewhat opportunistic at times mm-hmm. uh, and principled. Mm-hmm. Two really interesting qualities, yeah. To have. Yeah. And because she's a, she was a young, attractive... Conflicted
0: and idealistic at the same right, time. Right, yeah.
1: And because she was a young, attractive woman in an office full of guys, mm-hmm. uh, that created another kind of
0: yeah. tension. A, yeah. And I think... I mean the te- the tension was there and the dynamic was there and it was I mean it was the first play I'd seen in years like wow many, really yeah I, wow I, it doesn't occur to me and if it hadn't been for my young beautiful <laughs> girlfriend saying come see this thing and I went oh wait, holy shit that's Carol Pierce yeah yeah I mean I coached her kids in in soccer at Fox really I knew her from that and I knew Joe Insco from him doing Greater Tuna at at, <laughs> at uh, Arksdale yeah. when I was working at the restaurant out there and all of these people suddenly so I I knew those two already and the other three of you have come to be people that I've like Billy Christopher, I've come to like you know, be very aware of and yeah. see do stuff. Mm-hmm. And I went to a Unitarian church and Katrina's singing there. Yeah, she sings yeah. there, yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah. that's very Richmond as well. Mm-hmm. Um we have everybody knows everybody. There's not a seven degrees separation, it's more yeah. like a three or yeah. two. Yeah. There's three tops. Yeah, three tops. Um yeah, I can I can figure out how I know anybody. Uh and I remember like like I watch I I tickle, I'm tickled about watching Juan Condi on WRIC mm-hmm. each night. He is the anchor. Mm-hmm. And I remember we used to work together at uh we do like late night shoots at Circuit City and mm-hmm. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, for whatever reason sales or something like that. And uh, he was just another dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's amazing. That's another mm-hmm. thing about Richmond. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah, and we're cool with that. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no status for, by that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's a respect. I think he's incredible at what he does. But he's like, I'll see him still, at the Kroger. What's it's still happening, just Richmond, man? Not any big yeah. ideas. Yeah,
0: he's
1: right? <laughs> like, hey, what's going on? Oh, yeah. Nothing much. I right, see you. It's it's like
0: that. Yeah, you know. I've kind of. I was gone from here for four or five years, and and it, since I've been back, I, I haven't engaged that on a natural level the way that I have in the past, and I'm just starting to feel it again. And it it's a really amazing that that particular play was a portal for a lot of different um, experiences for for me. A lot of different mm. people I met, you know this this degree and this degree, and it makes me realize that I need to have go see live theater like that more often. I'm glad especially you said that. When no. the, right. Especially when the actors are from amongst yeah. the community here, that it's, you know, it's not at this great remove, you know, this no. is, this is a guy that scooping an ice cream. Yeah. You know, it's or like, on you're
1: your going to see me Saturday, trolling through Kroger's aisles or Martin's, just like everybody else. Uh, I'm going to be in the beer aisle for a good 40 minutes, <laughs> trying to make sure I make the right choice. Mm-hmm. It was just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing about it is the difference between that and any other person that you know is that we shared something really, mm-hmm. really personal and weird.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, you mm-hmm. said that, I mean, you were the guy in the suit. You yeah, the guy in the suit. And been taking on that role. And I mean, that's just, I just never thought about drama so much like that, especially live drama, that it is, and it always has been sort of. The play of the ourselves identifying with these things, our strengths, our weaknesses, the yeah. morality, you know, the tragedy, the comedy, the catharsis of all of this stuff out there. That you're, it's not just passive entertainment, which is most of the shit I watch. Like I'd rather yeah. watch Hulk and the Agents of Smash <laughs> right now. It's Pretty badass show though. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's just so like oh, you know re- relaxing to yeah. watch the Hulk to and, not think about anything. Yeah. But yeah, the
1: but th- the reason I think that's the case is because when we think about theater, and I'm guilty of this as well, I think of uh, some far off, distant, old romantic language, mm-hmm. complicated situation, and foreign culture that I don't really understand, with a lot of over enunciations right. and uh, melodramatic acting. Mm-hmm you know, all of that stuff that really doesn't touch us. But when I find that people who aren't familiar with theater come and see a play, a contemporary play, that actually is dealing with something that, well, everybody has a a hand in. That shit's different. Mm -hmm. And you can't change the fucking channel. Right. You you know, uh, that guy is breathing in front of you. Mm Mm-hmm and going through something and we have to acknowledge it. You can't, get, you, know, you can't get away with it. And there's a, throughout the course of it as you go on longer there's a relationship that's mm-hmm. developing because uh, you, the, me the actor, you the audience, we acknowledge each other uh, without, we have, we get into an agreement. We do,
0: and we don't acknowledge each other. Yeah, right?
1: we get into an agreement, and you pick your heroes and your villains, you know what I mean? There's no white and black hats anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just people in a room talking, mm-hmm. and you go, I agree with that guy, and act one and act two, you're like, oh, he's a little sketch. And then by act three, it's like, well, what does that say about me? I probably would have made the same choice. Uh.
0: That, real, that gift, that part, I don't know if it's four-year-old men, or you and I just happen to be, you know, receptive to that sort of thing. But the part where you ask the question about where where am I in this and is it maybe not who I want to be in this, you know? And be able to be comfortable with looking at yourself right, like that Yeah. And saying, Dan, there's some room for improvement <laughs> there, you know? Yeah. Oh,
1: sorry about that. That's cool, man. But um Yeah, that's yeah. that's that that that's what theater does. You <laughs> you're not gonna you're gonna find some really entertaining movies and television shows and, and even books. But when humans get out on the stage and start talking, that's different mm-hmm. because it's scary and dangerous mm-hmm. because anything can happen mm-hmm. and you're going to sit there and, and watch it happen. can come off that stage. Oh, at any time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. At any time. I, it's really, it's, it's definitely a thing I need to explore more and, you know, I've uh, I, I've sort of stepped back from it for a while. I didn't I didn't get to see some of the stuff I wanted to see, like D- Death and the Maiden. I've been oh, wanting to man, follow Katrina because yeah. she really is kind of Katrina's a beast,
1: amazing, man. Yeah. She's ridiculous. You should have her on the show. Have you had her?
0: I do want to. I haven't yet. I haven't oh. contacted her. I, um, Katrina
1: is amazing. And here's why I will say that I she's up with the she's, whole
0: she's, cast of Race at some point because I. You <laughs> should, yeah. Christopher and I've it, asked yeah. Joe and I've Joe had would, Carol. On there. Joe would
1: come here and weave such a tale. I like to imitate Joe. He's hilarious. <laughs> oh, D. L. It's so good to see you. It, it's funny. I always
0: wonder if he's being for real.
1: You know? No, it's, that's that's just the way Joe is. But Katrina is amazing to me because she does something. She represents the 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 contradiction that is Richmond, and she's so determined and principled. I don't understand why she's not a mega star, but you know what the hell do I know about that shit? She, during the day, works out at Williamsburg. Oh, did yeah. you know about this? I
0: think that now you mentioned. Yeah, it.
1: she she works out at Williamsburg, and she's one of the reenactors. And you know, Tom's wasn't so hot for us right. back then. As a man, it wasn't hot, but as a black woman, mm-hmm. it was kind of you know, and the type of clientele that frequents historic Williamsburg isn't necessarily familiar Most with that. Lighten, yeah, yeah. Well, not necessarily enlightened, but familiar with the black existence at all because that's not why they came there. Right. And then, you know, you confront it with... and. Katrina is just so beautiful and warm and welcoming. You can't deny her as a force. And then she knows every damn thing and annoys me. She says the right things at the right time. I don't necessarily do that all the time. No, I don't
0: think I've ever even had a, I haven't had a conversation with her. I've just seen her as what you describe a force a couple of different times, whether it was in that play or singing in front of the yeah. congregation at that church. And then seeing her represented in these plays, I can tell that, She's you know she's, a, teeth into yeah,
1: she's a beast, um, and I I enjoyed working with her. Uh, so yeah, I reckon yeah definitely, Katrina. So
0: you feel better about that experience than you seem to on <laughs> Facebook.
1: I, I, I let's put it this way: I've uh, I've come to grips with it. I'm I'm resolved. I'm good with it. I, it was at a really bad time. It was uh, like I said, the last couple of years have been really shitty for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything that I kind of thought was true wasn't necessarily true, and you know, all you know, just a bunch of whiny mm-hmm. shit, and it's it's so personal, and uh, that it wouldn't make any sense here. So, but I, uh, <laughs> I, um, no. I came I came to grips with it. Uh, you know, people are going through a lot of things, so I, I just there's a lot of things happening at one time, whereas I'm used to having. One thing happened, and I solved that, and I move on to the next. We had a lot of stuff happening. and uh, But uh, with my wife and family, we persevered through, and unfortunately, during the time of that play, I was dealing with a lot of stuff. So my mind wasn't in the play. And then the play itself was so complex, dealing with issues, that I felt, like I couldn't get away. Whereas art was like a relaxing thing for me. That's very, very tense. Mm-hmm. Every friggin' night I had to go and, you know, mm-hmm. let the dogs out, if you will, and, uh, deal with my own ghosts and skeletons. And then, you know, act like nothing happens for the rest of the day. And then for two more hours, let's go back in here and do it again. So it was like uh really, really hard. And, um, it sounds was,
0: really fucking cool though. It does. From it. Like it's, and the idea of Carol, I mean, she's such a cipher herself. Yeah, I can not
1: I can't I can't say no to Carol.
0: And and that was kind of brilliant of her, I think, the way that she just put you all up there and like you didn't get to like work out like
1: to, Oh, Carol produced it, but uh Bill um Bill directed it, oh, and that was okay. his whole thing. uh and oh, Carol started. Right, Bill, Bill, Pat- Bill Patton. Patton yeah it is Will Patton's dad mm-hmm. uh, from Armageddon or whatever oh, that really? movie. yeah he's the the actor Will Patton huh. that's, uh, that's his dad and that's another character he is hilarious he's in South Carolina now but if you ever get a chance to sit down you want to hear something let Bill talk he that man has a story uh, he used to be a priest and uh. now he's an atheist and And now he's, I think he's resolving a relationship with God. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. He he went he ran the gambit. Bill's a Bill's a badass. I I love him to death. Uh, We I wasn't.
0: It seems like you got to do this thing, and what's so cool about it? Maybe whether you intentionally have done it or not. You've remained and Katrina's remained and many other people who are actors and whatever remain to be of service in Richmond to an actual community with art, you know? Yeah. And you had to get up there and make a human <laughs> sacrifice for two hours at a time it was extremely painful to do it, but it was to pour that into that and to have that cathartic thing happening up there, it does seem kinda like, you know, you know what was uh kind of for it. I
1: mean, well cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> what was kinda cool about it was I really Loved and hated the talkbacks, but secretly, I really loved the talkbacks. That's what it was really about. Is because that was a common, safe place to talk about something very uh, contentious, or if it's something you haven't really resolved all your feelings on, you know, you kind of have an idea about. But we, we, we got a chance to play in the ambiguity, the the gray space, if you will. So everybody. Everybody is uncomfortable at that play. Black, white, purple, brown it don't matter. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, look at how fucked up this whole situation is. Mm-hmm. And it's just us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I think that to have the opportunity after all that bloodletting and sweating on stage to have a conversation, a real conversation, you can't have a fake conversation uh, with people afterwards it was like really cool because you don't do it. strangers, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, hi, how you doing? All right, my name's Craig and mm-hmm. you know, none of that stuff. It was like people in tears or a, a guy who's typically very principled got compromised in a way, but I don't necessarily it's like similar with you. Mm-hmm. I don't have an answer for you. Uh, welcome to the club. That's all I can say is like yeah. it's kind of kinda of weird, but yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm at. I don't know how to there you go, bruh. Good luck with that, you know? Mm -hmm. But that, to share that moment and that common uh, uh, compassion, Mm -hmm. there you go. Mm -hmm. The acknowledgement that, yeah, our situation is pretty jacked up and everybody's got a little skin in the game.
0: Compassion means to suffer with. Yes. And we're all locked into this fucking thing. You know, um, yeah, it's
1: not it's not limited to one group or one person. Everybody. I wish there was just one person. America.
0: It's not. Yeah. Just limited, but, it, you know, the relation. Yes. The relationship of the people who have inherited this paradigm in this town. And I mean, there's love there and there's family there and there's shared history. And there's all that. There's also this pain, you know, and it's just like you having a romantic relationship or a family relationship. You know, you just don't even want to talk about it. Let's just, you know. Right. Let's just. It's like,
1: it is, it is like a, um, it's like the one that got away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, you were madly passionately in love with this crazy zany firecracker of a person, a totally opposite of you in every way. But because of the passion of that relationship, it went up just as, and blew up in your face just as quickly as it started. And you're kind of left with the remnants. Mm-hmm. You no longer see the person. But they become a thing. This, uh, you know, it, it, you, there's contempt, but also a, a love and a reverence. It's like you try to go, "What did I do wrong?" Well, I can't dwell on that because I'm never going to get that again. You know, so fuck that. Fuck that bitch! I can't stand Mm it. You know, but that ain't the case. You Mm -hmm. really, you know, that's what we do with each other. Mm -hmm. It's like, ah, damn it, I can't stand you. But yeah, Starbucks is pretty cool, and I really like, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Or you know, oh, that asshole! You're such a dick. But (sighs) that last Kendrick Lamar album
2: was really (laughs) nice. (laughs) You know what I
1: mean? You can't get away from it. It's like, oh, yeah. I I gotta accept all of you.
0: And when you do that accepting thing, right? I always thought accepting was it was a resignation, like I, I'm just oh, I'm just ready. take I, it. I, there yeah. you go. All right, but it, there, it, that's also the word you use when somebody's trying to give you a gift. Accept, you
1: gotta accept yeah, it, you know, yeah.
0: And there is a gift in accepting shit the way it is. There are some, there's something you got to let in. You know, it's these it's words,
1: man: privilege, mm-hmm. acceptance, mm-hmm. prejudice, things of that nature. Is there? We have. An idea of what they mean, but we're redefining them every day. There's a big difference that happens all the time when, uh, between racism and prejudice. Uh, and, but it's hard to talk about that when, when it's heated, you know? Mm-hmm. And let's say, whoa, whoa, let's slow down and make sure we got the same vocabulary yeah, and, here. and
0: you know, ultimately, I feel like the stage that we're at, we... I I feel like we need to take this, the tension that is around, say, a black-white thing and recognize its relevance to the whole human thing. And while we're at it, let's go ahead and try and fix this about how people are fucked up to people in general. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like the Hutus and the Tutsis, they hacked each other up with machetes and they're the same color. Right. You know, that's just a couple of different, you know. Ireland, England. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And servitude and and all this other stuff. It's been going on. Forever
0: and and what is I mean and what do you call it when I'm looking at the redneck from the trailer in the mountains and I deny his you know connection to me or I don't want him around you know I that's (laughs) that's
1: the thing is like we're we're creating a vocabulary here Uh, like uh, the the same thing is there's a a vast amount of depraved poverty Mm -hmm. in all of Appalachia Mm -hmm. Uh, and that we ignore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, those people need our help, mm-hmm. but we're they don't fit the narrative right you know they don't what I mean seem like victims they're right right they don 't fit don't the narrative right. of the cracked out welfare mom mm-hmm. in Chicago. that person I have been conditioned mm-hmm. to understand as a certain thing, mm-hmm. but i as because the thing that grounds me is. Well, I grew up in, you know, after my parents got divorced, we lived in Jackson Ward, mm-hmm. and my mom was a single parent. I always had my dad in my life, but she was a single parent, mm-hmm. and um, that was me. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't paint people with the same brush, mm-hmm. and until we start to acknowledge how wide our tapestry is and every the commonalities, all that stuff we're not really going to get over it, man. You know, we got, we're, it's just, it's just people. Mm-hmm. We just, you know, we, we, we eat, drink, sleep, shit, piss, fuck, whatever. We, everybody's mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. But we have this idea that someone else is doing it differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, somewhere Kim Kardashian is sitting on a john mm-hmm. dropping heat mm-hmm. and it ain't cute. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. like you right. and me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But she's no different so you know
0: yeah and there you know the also the idea that there's anybody who's i mean there are definitely psychopaths out there but there's a lot of bad people that are just fucking up you know (laughs) i mean i think about i see myself when i want to juke the stats and the numbers (laughs) in my job and i think of the that's how we got in the mess we got into in 2008 that People were given quotas, and they were given goals, sales goals, and they were told, yeah. "Get here! I don't care how you get here." You know, dum, dum, right? Dum,
2: dum, sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And and the individual people just trying to protect their jobs, protect this and that, fucked a whole bunch, like the entire country. You know, all up and down.
1: That's exactly it. Yeah, and um, you you hit it. The the thing about the, uh, the uh, stuff. Let me make sure I'm saying this correctly. I, you touched on something that linked back with something you said earlier. We look back at things, mm-hmm. and it becomes a legend, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, and we paint them with the, the monster brush and all that right. without really going, these were just investment guys
2: mm-hmm.
1: going to work every day. They saw an angle, and they ran with it. But, you know, they're evil, horrible. Right? You're just, you know, sitting back, let's see how many houses we can, you know. Right, this,
0: we were, this, we, this is the way we, we, this, Diabolically. Yeah, more, <laughs> yeah,
1: all of that rubbing of hands and gnashing of teeth, none of that really took place. Right. So we have a, a ability of distancing ourselves from things we don't completely understand. If mm-hmm. I don't understand Curtis and something happens, I have to put you in some kind of box. Right. So I'll immediately paint you, put you in a box, and then you hear about what happened, Curse. Yeah, well, that motherfucker. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I was like, yeah, exactly. That, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah that's, you know, that's not true. Let me was, yeah. make sure I put that motherfucker mm-hmm. on the box. Mm-hmm. That's, right. So all motherfuckers go in that box.
0: Right, right. But
1: I don't acknowledge you as a human being.
0: You also don't acknowledge the opportunity you might have to go in that box, too.
1: Every you know? second of the day, <laughs> man. I Just live in that box. The
0: fucking. <laughs> You know, it would have been really awesome if it turns out Hitler was actually some kind of otherworldly being
2: <laughs> way. Yeah,
0: all of these people into his thrall. But no, they were a whole country of people that were broke and sad and poor that would believe just about anything to Dude, get it. themselves out of that situation. There's a whole lot of individuals, and that could happen here. You get bad second, enough to yeah. people just say, you know what we need to do? We just need to get rid of those folks over there, and then everybody will be good. That, and that's you the know? old
1: thing. It's like if, if something ain't happening and we all have commonality, what we can do is find commonality outside of our group mm-hmm. and blame that for mm-hmm. everything. And it may may not have anything to do with it. It's just what we do. Mm-hmm. Herd mentality, you know, lemmings, if you will. Yeah. But uh, I, I have to hope that now that, you know, we have – uh, more access uh, this this age of I guess we call it the attention age. We have to be able to acknowledge a lot more than we have in the past because there is no more them. Right, there's just us. It's right. slowly the them group gets smaller and right. smaller every day. Mm-hmm. So what I'm trying to do for me is acknowledge the Bill O'Reilly in me. Mm-hmm. And tampered that down.
0: Thank you so much for saying that because that's exactly how I think. Is that it is not constructive for me to point fingers at people and somehow make other this right. human behavior that is an extreme of human behavior. <laughs> it's an imbalance of human behavior, but it's human, and I'm capable of it. And if I'm not mindful of myself and I don't mm-hmm. watch myself, I, I could oh, be man. having that impact on people. I could be doing that thing. So yeah, everybody's got to.
1: I, I went that route. Nine eleven. Man, I was pissed off mm-hmm. and this and that and these people. And mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. My uncle's a Muslim. Hang on. Let me, yeah. wait a minute, let me recalculate this thing here. Mm-hmm. I heard myself saying all kinds of crazy shit. Mm-hmm. And you have to pump the brakes and go, wait a minute. That was an atrocity mm-hmm. done by maniacs. Mm-hmm. Remember, that's something we don't like to say today, the word crazy. Right. You can't say crazy, mentally imbalanced or chemical or whatever. Anyway... It was terrible, mm-hmm. but I can't paint everybody with that same brush and, because that, that isn't helping anybody.
0: No. It's not. I mean, Timothy McVeigh was a Christian, Yeah, oh, yeah. he drove mm-hmm. a fertilizer, a truck full of fertilizer bombs into the Oklahoma federal building. And it ain't like people just say, we got to go wipe out all of the, yeah. you know, the country Christians down there. You
1: it doesn't, Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's not a McVeigh box. No. So there's not. No, there isn't a McVeigh box. We just—he doesn't fit the narrative. We got
0: to get done with the boxes. Yep. And And uh, man, this has been an really, honestly, very good for me. Cool. I, I had a great time. And, and this is—we have—I've broken a record. Really? Yeah. We're coming oh, up on three hours. Oh man, I talk too much. I'm no. Sorry. <laughs> not too much. And I want to acknowledge—it's—it's wonderful that two men like us are sitting Sit here, here having a conversation yeah. like this. Today it's Lee Jackson King Day. Monday is Martin Luther it's King, King Day. Day. Yeah, that's right. And
1: you and know, it's
0: 2015.
1: See progress we
0: have. <laughs> we've all we've all made progress, and like the progress remains to be made, and it is really about you know mindfulness of like. Your own fucking ability To be the oppressor You
1: know <laughs> How am I fucking it up for everybody today Exactly really Watch yourself yeah, check yourself
0: yeah. Stay in your lane Thanks man <laughs> Thanks man <laughs> That was fun I think we had a good time there Got real rowdy at the end I, I really I don't know how many times I'm going to say this But I, I really enjoyed that and I'm sorry I held out so long sharing the other half with you. But at the time, for me, it was very fulfilling. And that tends to happen to me with uh, creative shit I do. Is like, well, I already got my rocks off, you know, doing my creative thing. And now I don't feel like uh, looking at it anymore, touching it anymore. It's, it's done. So after a period of refraction, I'm, I'm ready to get back into it. Just give me time. Let me eat a sandwich. All that hey, you guys, um, I got some more coming up. I do have some in the can. I uh, got Chrissy Griffith, Lady God, and uh, Fear of Music that's next, and then Emily Skinner, a uh, Churchill girl who's uh, now living in Manhattan, occupying the Great White Way, is a Broadway actress and has been down here. Was down here like a month ago doing uh, play a musical Mame. Every time I say that, I think Mame like rend somebody limb from limb, but that's not how it's spelled. It's M A M E. So those are coming up, and I don't have any more scheduled, but I'm going to get some together. It'll be <laughs> that'll carry me for a while. Two more podcasts plus you get this one. So now that this uh, second part's posted, you just go back and listen to part one, and put them together. Dig upon it Enjoy And uh I, Oh you know It's really cool I, I I went to Go to that A meeting of that Secret society I belong to The other day And I ran into An old friend there And uh You know Usually the people I run into in The secret society I only know Because of that Shit And um But I met some Ran into somebody I knew from Back in the day And we had a really Great time talking And she's like A yoga instructor And we were talking About all the Hindu stuff, and she's reading the Bhagavad Gita, and, and it's really funny. Her teacher, her teacher is uh, writing a book, and his book is called Namaste, motherfucker. I hate to break it to him, but I already, I already copyrighted that shit, so he's gonna have to, he's gonna have to change the title of his book. I'ma ass. Namaste, that motherfucker.